All right, we're recording. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yep. Where we take our group texts and bring them to real life conversations. I am one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tommy Ain't Got No Job, a.k.a. We Got Emmys, Multiples, a.k.a. We Got... As you know, I was thinking, we like LeBron now, and we got four of them things, yeah? So, yeah, so, yeah, so, a.k.a. We got Emmys, a.k.a. We got Grammys, a.k.a. We like LeBron, we got four of them things. Producers produce. Oh, boy. How do I follow that with these alleged Emmys and Grammys? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure you probably got. You might have a Grammy. I don't know about an Emmy though, but whatever. For for them tanks, huh? All right. So this is the smug dude, love at first smug, and the storyteller. So where can they find us, brother? Yeah, we on uh, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. If you listen, know that. But tell your friend, tell a friend's friend, and tell a friend's friend. Tell your friend, listen to the podcast to vote those are two things you can tell your friends this month say that again because unlimited- i don't think your wi-fi is working correctly man so you broke up a little teeny bit can you say that again we need to do what yeah tell your friends listen to the podcast unlimited text pod and also make sure they vote oh, okay those are two things and if they want to ask me questions about who to vote for or ask smug dude questions about who to vote for hit us up on instagram and twitter at unlimited text pod that's Instagram and Twitter, Unlimited Text Pod. You can also email us to unlimitedtextpod at gmail.com. Nice. That's lovely. That's lovely. So we up to what? 37,000 or 40,000 listeners now? Man, I, you know, we. it was funny because I think we, like that episode, you know, we missed the week. My bad. I apologize again to all the listeners. I think everybody went back and listened to that prior episode again because they thought it was a new episode. So that that John had like double the listeners than our normal. So, Thank so you. that week we had like sixty four thousand listeners that week. Oh, that's awesome! So look, yeah. So speaking of um, reach out to us on social media and emailing and all that. So this week we thought we would run it back. So so <laughs> so the question of the week from the listener, we're gonna yeah. run it back to last week. Yeah. So, so KB Skins fan, that's your man. Once again, says, "Am I the only one who doesn't <laughs> wash his legs in the shower? The soap Yo. runs down my body. No need to actually wash them, correct?" Yo, it's so funny because so many people hit me up. Was like, "Yo, was that real? Did y'all make that up?" I'm like, "Nah, it's, it's a real dude's comments." Yeah. So, so we gonna we gonna run it back. Um, uh, for KB Skins fan, we may even name the podcast after him this this week. Cause I, I the only reason I want to run it back, I kind of want to give him the A Young too, right? Or even really myself, give myself the A Young because the next day when I was in the shower, oh, I did a small experiment to see <laughs> where, where where my legs fell in the whole equation in the algorithm of me taking a shower. And cleansing myself. And there is no way, especially if you taking a shower and you're standing up, no possible way that you're not gonna wash your legs. Unless, see, I have this little uh this little seat in my uh in my shower, right? So I usually just prop my leg up on there and then just just wash my you know, wash my legs one at a time. Right. But like I even tried it to to forget about that little seat thing that's in there, right? And I still washed my legs. I started from the top, worked my way down to the bottom. And yeah, KB Skins fan, you gotta wash your legs, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean Yeah, man, like I said, everybody really thought we made that jump. Like I had some people hit me up being like, yo, y'all made that up for that. I'm like, nah, man, this dude really. And it was funny because he had posted it a couple other places too. It was like a whole bunch of people on Twitter being like, bro, you ain't serious, are you? Man? 
he was like, yeah, nah, man. He's like, now I feel, he's like, now I feel bad. I'm like, yeah, because now everybody didn't know you're going to be looking at you like, yo. You dirty. <laughs> yeah, you dirty. Yeah, like he can smell you through your through your pants, man. Yeah, it's like if if anything stink around that dude now, everybody gonna automatically assume it's him. Yeah. Like, oh my what's God. that smell? Yeah. Oh, that must be that must be KB Skins fan. Yeah. So we taking it back organic since we said we bring our um our text threads and and make them real life conversations. Mm-hmm. Man, hey young. Did you see that video? Hey, Young, did you see that video that I sent you on Facebook today? Hey, uh, you talking about the, uh, the country Wayne jump? Yeah, the skit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, to me, man, like, I don't know if you think those things are funny. I really don't care if you do or not. But, man, <laughs> man. I, I mess with country Wayne, yeah. Man, that, that dude will distract the heck out of me during the day. I'll watch one, and it'll turn into five videos later, and I'm still watching the skits. Right, so right. the country Wayne skit, in which was going to lead into your favorite subject in a second anyway. So, like, I was like, A Young, how creative is that? Because my man had a had a had a overnight sensation scenario, a skit with a male and a female. And they were in the bed and they wake up and she's talking to the guy about how great the night was the night before. And, you know, all this good stuff. And then you peek in there and there's uh country wayne in the middle of them supposedly invisible and he's called himself big covid so <laughs> so he's got a headband with big covid written on it and he's in some sort of a green like suit like a tight suit right like you know the uh blue men that that are in uh vegas or whatever yeah, and, and yeah the blue man group and they have this, this suit on so he had a green suit on with a big COVID headband. And so he was imitating being uh, a COVID like cell or whatever you call it. Right. Is that what we call it as a cell? Yeah. All right. And so the, the dude, as the girl is talking to him, wakes up and he starts coughing real bad. So the whole time she's talking, he's like, yeah, he don't even know. He's going to be down for 14 days. I don't get 14 days, 14 days. He's going to be down. <laughs> And the whole time they talking, but obviously they can't hear him because he's invisible. Right. And then so he telling her, man, God, dog, you got to put a breath man on in or something like that, man. Because maybe the COVID ain't going to get you because your, cause your breath rocking. And so, <laughs> so, so that to me today, there's a whole lot of things that could have been an A Young. And, right. and KB Skins fan, you might get the A Young every single week from here on out. But, <laughs> but today, my A Young was my man country wayne big COVID skit uh look that up on facebook after you listen to the unlimited text podcast and you tell two friends about it yeah and tell them to vote too hey young speaking of rona that Rona. Yeah, man. 215,000 dead now. I look back, man. We, the, the original podcast, we weren't really tracking the number. So, like, the first like, eight podcasts, we weren't really tracking numbers. So, we didn't really start doing the numbers until it got to almost 80,000. Yeah, wow. That's so we had a long time ago. Six months ago. Yeah, we had 120,000 since we actually first started tracking and that was i think that was may i looked so yeah we had one hundred twenty thousand deaths since may yeah man the crazy thing is is they actually had the first confirmed case of a uh, covert reinfection in uh, nevada some 25 year old dude and they said the second case was way more severe than the first case and this is now the fifth confirmed reinfection case worldwide. So all y'all out there that told me y'all had it and y'all y'all immune and y'all got the antibodies, yeah, y'all, y'all still might want to wear y'all mask and social distance and do all the do all the right things in the world. Cause uh they say the dude that got it the second time is worse than he had it the first time. So I, I don't know. Like, yeah, man, people, people don't that's the thing, man. Like the only thing, I mean, obviously death is the ultimate, but uh 
people acting like it, not other things that can happen to you. Well, I mean, like people, some people cheated death, right? Because, because, yeah. you know, statistically, I guess it's not supposed to be fatal, right? According to, right. to, to statistics. However, I'm not trying to be on the side of, of, of the statistic where, you know, it takes my life. Right. And, you know, any, especially if I can avoid it, if there's something that I can do to, uh, to help that situation. Right. And so I know some people just like you do that are back out in these streets, man. Like nothing ever <laughs> happened because it was like, oh man, I never want to go through that again. Like right. that was the worst feeling I've ever had. Like, right. I don't know what I was thinking, man. I should have been more careful. I promise you this next time I'm going to be more careful and I'm going I'm <laughs> to put in some precautions and, and some restrictions to avoid that. And then a week later, I see yeah. same cats on planes, yep. trains, all kinds of automobiles. <laughs> and I see, I see them in uh, uh, locations and places where there are no social distancing, like partying, right? Yep. And doing events and, and, and get-togethers and gatherings and stuff like that. Like they just didn't go through it. And 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 are okay with going through it again because you don't know we had they haven't been able to prove how it affects your body it could like you said right the the the, the new people that got it it affects their bodies in different ways right yeah so you well, can't like even predict this, uh, how it's gonna hit you this covid brain fog a nurse who contracted the virus in july finds herself forgetting routine treatments and lab tests and has to ask colleagues about terminology she used to know automatically so she also mentioned in an article that sometimes she'll just be sitting somewhere and she has almost like she has like dementia or alzheimer's but she's been tested for those and she doesn't have any signs of that but it's like she literally is just like in a fog sometimes like she'll just and it's not something that she, it's just like she'll just all of a sudden be at work or she'll just all of a sudden be at home and she'll just be sitting down and next thing she knows, it's like 10, 15 minutes. And she doesn't she doesn't even really realize that like 10 or 15 minutes is gone. She's just like been in the fog almost. So it's things like that, man. And just that, I, I, you know, again, it's like death obviously is the ultimate, but it just seems to me it's just too much unknown with this disease to be acting like, you know, like a couple of things. Uh, Nick Saban, coach of Alabama, got it now. Uh, Baron Trump, Trump's son, got it now. The University of Florida football team, they had to, they had like 20 players on the team got it and they shutting down this week, no game this week. A golfer got it uh, too, Dustin Johnson. Yeah, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. Like you, you can live your life and, you know, like I live my life pretty much, but as always mask and, and preventative. But some of these people, I mean, crazy thing is the numbers have gone up in six states. Yeah. I mean, it's nobody's calling it like the second wave because it feel like we never really completely got out the first wave. I mean, we still have 50, 50,000 new cases a day. When Dr. Fauci had said earlier, he wanted to be closer to 10,000 because with the, with the flu, like, I mean, I guess they're kind of mad. I was at the store the other day and this lady was coming to, she was asking everybody in there about taking the flu shot. That actually was kind of creepy. Like she was just like, she had on a nurse's uniform or whatever, but, she was just walking to people like, yo, you want the flu shot? Yo, you want the flu shot? And it was just kind of creepy. And I said, nah, I'm good. She said, well, you know, you should get the flu shot. So that way, if you have any symptoms, you'll know right away it's not the flu. So you'll know it's COVID. Because she was like, she was kind of explaining to me that one of the ways that Trump uh, probably was able to survive it was because he he instantly knew, they instantly knew, probably within 24 hours that he had contracted it. So they were able to instantly put him on the regimen to save him. And she was saying, you know, like that would be a good thing for ordinary citizens. But obviously nobody's getting tested that often. And if you cough like the first couple of days, your first reaction or whatever, you thinking like, yeah, it might be the COVID, but you're probably not going to get tested. And then by the time you maybe go get tested and start the regimen, it might be too late. Too late. Right. So that's why she was saying she recommends. I've actually I've actually never gotten a flu shot at any point in my life. But she was saying that everybody should get it. So if you have any symptoms, you know right away that it's COVID and it's not the flu. Because she said she said even two or three days of not going and getting treatment could be the difference between living and dying. Right, right. We took the flu shot. I didn't I didn't get one last year and they were on me hard. Right. But uh, CDC and the kids made me get one this year. 
uh, for those same reasons. I, I, I don't think it's a bad idea um, yeah. to get a flu shot, but it all, it all boils down to everything that I'm, uh, you know, when I, cause you know, I ain't on the news no more, man. I don't even, I just come on here and talk, man. You, you can be Wait the research time. guy if you want to. But. I'm calling. I'm calling CDC about this, man. <laughs> we got to talk about this, man. So, the bit of news that I watched um, this weekend was profound because they had a doctor. Um, I think it was in Columbia University uh, in New York, and they had taken over uh, this dorm and they had created this laboratory. And this is the same doctor that um, had the cutting edge like uh, technology and, and, and medication for um, treating uh, uh, HIV and AIDS, right? Okay, yeah, that, that that Asian doctor. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. And so he was talking about it and basically how they can pull a certain amount of antibodies from each person that that's been that's contracted COVID. It's like two hundred and fifty for each person. So right. they were talking about how they could potentially mass produce um, some sort of treatment or a uh, a vaccination. And obviously, it's not ready yet. And then they had another doctor that came on uh, at the end of um, this segment with the doctor. I forget the Asian doctor's name. Um, um, really cool guy. He brilliant, obviously. And she came on and, and, and they asked her a question and they said, we've interviewed lots of doctors and we asked the same question. If you had to choose between a vaccination mm-hmm. and wearing a mask, what would you do? She's like, hands down, 100% wear a mask. I, that was, that was on 60 minutes. Yeah. I 60 minutes. She said, yeah, wear a mask. And she was like, basically, you don't understand how how much it prevents the spread from us wearing a mask. Sure, the vaccination could help us, right? At some point when we get it where it needs to be, we're not even remotely close to being there. But if we just wear the mask, we won't we won't spread the, the, the virus. We can slow it down. And she said, hands down, every doctor in in the world would tell you that wearing a mask is, is the best thing to do. Cause we still got another year to year and a half of this thing. After Arizona mandated mask use, new cases of COVID of COVID plummeted 75%. Right. 75%. And just, just making everybody wear a mask. Just a mask up. It's just, it's crazy. It's real simple, man. Just wear, wear a mask when you go vote. yeah so we told you earlier listen to the spread the word about the pod and and tell everybody to vote because right now voting has started in america and if you watching the news you see what they doing out there <laughs> man, there's some, some some tactics going on, man. Making yeah, it difficult yeah. for people. And I always say, man, well, I always say, but somebody said they wouldn't try so hard to keep you from voting if it didn't matter. And uh in some counties in Georgia, voting sites are down 70%. People have been waiting in line up to eleven hours to vote. In majority white Buckhead, the wait is 15 minutes. In majority black South Cobb, it is over five hours. What's the reasoning behind that? It's just what's, they, the, what's the narrative? So the way they explain it is that they don't have as many workers this year, which is true because, you know, most poll workers are are elderly. And right now, like, you know, ain't nobody, ain't nobody elderly trying to be in no confined polling place uh, for a long period of time. But even before that, like, this has always been a thing in some of these counties where they start um, – you know, they start eliminating polling places and then they start cutting machines. So, for instance, there was a county in Georgia where they said there used to be 110 places that you could vote in this county in Georgia. Now it's down to 40. So, you know, you've now lost over 70 polling places. So now everybody's going to the same place and it, they didn't increase the machines at those 40 places. So you got the same number of people now going to 40 places, but instead of going from six machines, they just left it at six. They ain't right. double the machines. It, it's crazy. I mean, in Texas, for instance, a county with 4 million people, they have one box for ballot drop off. Yeah. So like in California, we voted, my wife and I, we actually voted the other day 
took it and uh, dropped it off in one of those uh, boxes. And, you know, a couple people were like, you know, a couple people were, my godfather, he was like, yo, man, like, I'm going to the poll, man. He's like, oh, I ain't trusting that mail thing. And I said, yeah, you're right. I'm not mailing it, but it's the thing you could drop it off right, right to the box. And then they have a tracking. So we already got, we already have received notification that our ballot was received and our ballot was counted. Now, again, you don't hundred percent know that somebody ain't opened that junk and changed my vote to Kanye. But, uh, you know, we at least know for sure that our, our ballot was received and it, it was counted. And it was early because, I mean, honestly, man, like that waiting in line for 11 hours, man, like I'm proud of those people. But I'm going to be honest with you, <laughs> it probably wouldn't have been me, man, like 11 hours. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. That's I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But um, it, I I was telling my wife the other day, we gonna, we <clears throat> So she's she's saying the same thing to um, go in person, right, and go vote. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that, but I want to do early voting, right. Or I, I really I, I don't mind sending the ballot in, as long as it's, you know if I, we go through the right protocol and pro- take the proper steps, right. Um, but I want to do it early. You know, um, the day of the election, I think we'll be okay because because they're not letting that happen in my county. They're going to fight for that. They're going to make sure that the polls are are right. adequate and open. And then I've been hearing lately a lot of young people talk about stepping up to actually work the polls. Right. Because the same reason that you mentioned that the seniors aren't um, doing it. And then, the, you know, the younger ones, they're not necessarily uh, in class in school like mm-hmm. they're doing, you know, the virtual stuff. Right. So they can they can be away. And then there's a lot of companies now um, uh, socially that are um, making uh, it a national, like making it a company holiday. Yeah, they're actually paying people. And paying stuff people too. to actually to yeah. to vote. And then so you can go work the polls as well. So I, I don't know what it looks like in some of the other areas that, you know, uh, people don't necessarily have the means to do that kind of stuff. But I know in this right. area, you know, people have, you know, mobilized themselves and, and put themselves in a good position to be able to work these polls that we have in our area. I mean, because, you know, we're in D.C., hot spot. Right. You know, where where yeah. where it's all happening, you know, so I, I think we're going to be fine. I mean, I, I don't understand, honestly, like this to me, voting by mail, it, it to me is great for a number of reasons. Obviously, I ain't got to go stand in line. But I think, honestly, the most important reason is great is because I actually paid attention to all of those other questions on the ballot, because generally when you go in voting, you know, you voting for a president, you may be voting for, you know, if you're in the city mayor or, you you know, your senator or whatever. But all of those, other, like we had a lot of props out here in California, like Prop 21, Prop 22, right. Prop 15, all these different props. Majority of the time when you go stand in line, you don't know nothing about those props. But I, on Sunday, I was sitting there, I was I was Googling, I was reading everything. They had like the pros and the cons for each prop. They had who supports them, like, you know, some police department support this one. The mayor supports this one. So I feel like not only is it safer and is it easier for you to vote by mail, but this is the most educated I've ever been in terms of like filling out my ballot. Right. I really went through the ballot and was like, you know, let me look up. Like I looked up this. Okay, this person like it was like city city councilman. Like I, you know, I I don't know. Okay, let me look. Okay, cool. All right, I'm voting for this person. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I really spent time, and when I'm. And when I'm going, especially, man, imagine if you stand in line for 11 hours. You just like, yo, president, senator, that's it. You ain't going through all the rest of that stuff. Yeah. Or, or you might just go completely Democrat for one. You just gonna or you st- might just go. Yeah. You just going to stand in line so you can cast that vote that you really want to vote. Right. Like, I stand, I stood here for 11 hours. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to cast right. this particular vote. I'm my, not reading the rest of this stuff. My grandfather, he went to the polls the other day. And he, he, he's, he can't see that well. <laughs> And right. so they had to get him some help. And you know what he said. <laughs> he was like, I don't care what you do. Just <laughs> he, he was he was like, he was like, just everything Democrat is what he said. Yeah, He's yeah. like, just vote everything Democrat. But my kids were talking about, which was really cool. That took me back. But I don't know if you remember this, but like, like the branches of the government, right? You know, you got legislative, executive, and judicial. Right. So. Again, you know, I ain't like real heavy on politics, but it's important. And, it, and I've, I've realizing it's more important than ever. 
that once we get through this thing right here with the right. with the executive voter for the president, mm-hmm. because the president and 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 the vice president and the cabinet, all they really do is carry out the laws. Right. Right. They have some power, obviously, but they carry out the laws that are made by the legislator. Right. And in the judicial piece, my kids were telling me is like, you know, they interpret the law. So that's why they're fighting so hard now right. to get that replacement. For Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? Later. She 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 gonna be my Wellington Park, so we'll get so, to her later. So 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 wh- the, where I I'm finding myself needing to be more quote unquote, if you can see me woke, right? Right. Is focusing on the local, right? Focusing real heavy on local, so that every two year, you know, the every two year boy, we right. got to go through that and make sure that we understand, like you mentioned. Like, you know, what what specifically are, are we voting for? Like, what what are these little, you know, laws and, you know, agendas and stuff that people have? We need to kind of understand that because that's how everything in our area gets affected. Right. right? And, it, and it all rolls uphill to the presidential aspect of it. And so that's, right. I think, how we can control things a lot better as we've come to realize is like through Congress and Senate. Um, and also. And also, like you said, it's the it's the mayor and the city council, because in the end, right, like obviously this dude as president is just, you know, it feels like it impacts our daily lives because he's always doing something. But in the end, the thing that's really going to impact your life is the local taxes, the local taxes, you know, the local school system. You know, where is this? Is there a park being built? So and that's why I think, like I said, again, I just keep referencing the voting by mailman to me is so important because you really get the time to sit with it. It's not a rush. And I mean, voting should be voting should be easy. I mean, voting should be easy. I was reading something about Canada. Like they were they were laughing, talking about voter registration. Like they don't really even they don't even have like technically voter registration in Canada. Like you just show up at the polls you and you're like, yo, you vote. Yeah, I'm here. Like, all right, cool. Just like it's just it's no game. Like they just they make it easy for everybody because they feel like, like it should, you know. If you say voting is that important, like, why are you going through so much to make it so hard? Like, like out here, uh, like I said, we had to drop boxes to drop off ballots. In California, Republicans created fake drop boxes for ballots. Now, what they're saying is, is those are, they're, put them in their neighborhoods for their people to drop off the ballots, and then they're going to take them to the real thing. But I'm like, mm, why would you need to make a fake ballot drop off? But is that that? So you talk about tampering right there. Like, what if anybody has the ability to make that drop box? Right. They got the ability to go inside it and and yep. and do something to it. Right. That's and the how point. can I trust that you that are not an official uh, runner, yep. so to speak? Like we in the NBA bubble. Yep. Um, uh Drop, dropping off the ballots and the ballots being right, like yeah. who you can't trust that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Nah, nah, that's crazy, man. And it's uh, yeah, man. It just kind of, kind of gets me, man. Back to uh, I got a question before man. you get into the next thing because I know where you' about to go, man. All right, uh, little little Fred. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, have you seen since you so called got all these Emmys and Grammys and stuff? Right. Uh, have you really? seen uh like LeBron for them things? Have you seen Free State of Jones on Netflix? Is that the one like uh, another uh like white dude saving us from slavery? Uh similar. He said a white yeah, dude. I don't, I, don't watch, I don't watch I don't watch them Jones no more, man. I'm I'm hey, over slave movies, man. I'm all right, but them. anyway, whatever. I watched I watched um and I'm over them Jones, yeah. I, I watched Emperor this weekend and then I watched okay. uh I watched um this this free free state of Jones, right? So yeah. so anyway, you remember how you uh, earlier you were talking about um, it, it must be important if they make it so hard keeping us from voting. Right. right. So one of the slaves that 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 actually they saved him. To be honest with you, he he did okay. he did like his 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 character was depicted to be the hero in the story, though obviously right. you do know that. But yeah. however, there was a slave in the movie that mm-hmm. um, fought really hard for for the, the the free slaves to be able to vote mm-hmm. in this town, and so he went through the town. He got every black um, slave 
uh, former slave or every black person because they were freed at that time. And he registered them to vote. And at the okay. time, they were registered Republican. So, so you know, it was different. It was kind of flip-flop the way that right. races and stuff uh, 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 viewed the parties. And so they, um, they, they, uh, he, he was walking home, and they chased him and lynched him. Chased him and lynched him. And, and and tried to take his papers of all the people that he had registered to vote. Right. So that they couldn't vote. Then mm-hmm. anyway, they found his papers and then uh uh they went to the um to the poll and everybody was sitting around like basically like they were asking for the ballots and they're like, We don't have those ballots. It's gonna right. take a while for us to get those ballots, but we don't have you those. Did. So they got the ballots and then they showed the results of the poll. Right. Uh, or the election, and, mm-hmm. you know, in writing, like after the movie, you know, I don't know what y'all call that at the end of the time where they showed a little the right. stats and stuff like that. And it said, uh, you know, the, the winning party had four hundred and nineteen votes mm-hmm. and the losing party had two votes because it was just some random place in a small town in Mississippi. Right. A little small, okay. small town. So there was twenty seven men that was registered to vote that went to vote on the side that there should have been two votes. Right. So what's that tell you? It's been happening for years, hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. That this, this thing has been happening. Intimidation, fraud, all that. And, and and fighting to make it hard for everybody to, uh, to be able to vote because the vote really does matter because we can swing that thing a a certain way, no matter what class you are, somebody can swing it another way. Right. Yeah, that's that's like I said, man. It's it's one party right now that's trying to stop people from voting. I mean, it's just it's one party that's in in court case after court case trying to stop people from trying to say, you know, like I said in Texas, where they said it's one ballot. I mean, one ballot drop off for four million people, and some people have to drive over ninety miles to uh, to drop their ballot off because it's only one ballot in this whole big county. Harris, Texas. Harris I, County, I would do Texas. that. I would drive 90 miles to do that. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, is if you drive 90 miles and everybody else has gone, it's only 4 million people. Yeah, so how, how, how many ballots can fit in that? Yeah, how many ballots can fit in that box? And how often are they emptying that box? I mean, so. You got to get a hotel but and that, wait for them to empty the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So that just kind of brings me to uh, your man, uh, Ice Cube. Why do you always got to be my man? You know I you mean, love you know, Ice Cube. Hey, I, you, Ice Cube I in the lynch mob. I did till about two o'clock this afternoon. Then I don't, I don't rock with him no more. Yeah. All right, so I ain't up on that. Tell the people what happened to Ice Cube. So he basically came out and uh, said, you know, he 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 been talking a lot the last couple of months, and I just been side on him the whole time because he been talking about, you know, he ain't picking a side. Blah blah blah. Lesser two evils. They both are slave masters. Blah 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 blah. So today basically came out that he he released this agenda for Black America. Let me start from the beginning, man. I don't understand why celebrities in these kind of positions feel like they should be the ones speaking for something like this. And, and this is one of the things, you know, talking about, you know, my goat, like LeBron. One of the things that he did was he was trying to get, you know, he started this program to get poll workers for the election. And of course, he was the face of it. But he he put together an organization of people to actually work with, like voting rights and voting laws. And that's that's my problem with too many of these celebrities, man. It's like Ice Cube, man. Like, OK, Friday was good. You made a, you made some good albums, but how are you a voting expert in any way whatsoever? So now it's basically, you know, he came out about two weeks ago. Trump released this thing called the Platinum Plan, which somehow he said was going to get five hundred billion dollars to the black community. Now he's been president for four years, about to be four years, and he ain't never released this Platinum Plan. And now two weeks before the elect, a month before the election, he done released a Platinum Plan to reach out to black people. Man, I told you what was. I've been telling you how it was gonna yeah. go down, man. That man got all, all. He got that. Plus, now remember he said <laughs> he pulled back the stimulus. Remember that 
Yeah. Like two weeks ago. He pulled that yeah, back too. Yeah, but now he's saying he, now he's saying release the money. Cause he wanted everybody to get them them Trump checks right before the election. So anyway, if the if if he was serious about addressing black issues, why didn't he ever meet? Why does he always want to meet with rappers and and Steve Harvey and Kanye West? Like he never wants to meet with black experts in criminal justice, education, voter suppression, policing. And again, his party right now is the main party trying to stop people of color from voting. So if you're Ice Cube and you see black people and brown people standing in line for 11 hours in Atlanta. The problem with that, you're going to feel some kind of way. Yeah. How could you feel like you're going to go meet with the dude that's leading that charge right now? No matter what he's and all of a sudden Ice Cube is thinking with his wallet, man. And that's and that's and that's fine. Say that. Don't be out here talking about you. You super woke. You more woke than everybody else. You ain't more woke. You more stupid. Yeah. I'm tired of these people coming out, man, acting like they know what they talking about, man, and being used. Like I said, in the end, that's the thing, too. Like when you're rich like that in the end. It don't really matter. I mean, Cube don't it don't really matter. It's actually better for him if Trump wins because Trump's going to give a tax cut for rich people. So in the end, it's better for his wallet. For Ice Cube. Yeah, it's better yeah. for his wallet. That's what he's thinking about himself. He ain't yeah, thinking about so, the greatest so, good. So I res- I will respect him if he came out and said, I'm voting for Trump because my taxes would go from 52% to 40%. Cool. Cool. That's unbelievable to me. That's what you're thinking about when you see everything that's going on in the world, when you've seen George Floyd, when you see Breonna Taylor, and again, when you see black and brown people standing in line for 11 hours to vote, and you thinking instead of getting a instead of getting a twenty million dollar check after taxes, I'm now only gonna get a fifteen million dollar check. If that's what you're thinking, cool. That's your priority. Cool. But don't try to like try to hide it behind some pro super woke thing that you concerned about the black community when you ain't. Right. Right. So so they th- th- I, I from a marketing aspect of it, right? Right. They always go to the celebrities. Right. Because they have a platform. Right? Ice Cube's got I don't know. I don't follow him on social media or yeah, anything I don't like even that. Know who so, follows, so like I don't know what kind of following he has, but I would assume it's in the millions. Right. Um, you know, athletes, like if he could ain't no way he gonna get to LeBron and those guys. Right. Right. But if he were to get someone like that, then that's less people. Well, actually more less people that he's gotta get on his side, right, to reach the masses. Right. And so so that's 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 why they always go to athletes and celebrities as opposed to the the smart people, because the smart people don't really the, the these people that you're talking about. And it's obviously this is obvious, but they don't have the same reach as an ice but cube. Not, they they don't have talked they, about this before, but they, they're hands down. They can't they can't. No, no. People I like me. You might listen to them. Right. But like the average individual, they they're searching for. All right. I just heard my favorite rap song. I just saw my favorite player score a touchdown, right? And my favorite player, this is what they're saying. So I'm a, right. I'm not even going to research the facts. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm if 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 uh Tommy ain't got no job, said it's cool, then I'm rolling right. with Tommy. But here's my point, right? And this is what I say to all of those athletes. LeBron too. It's like every every episode I talk about getting life insurance, right? Yeah. But if somebody calls me and says, hey, man, I hear you always talking about life insurance. What policy do you think is best for me? I don't know the answer to that question. Call a professional. Yeah. Someone who's licensed to sell. You can you can reach out to me and I can point you in the right direction. And again, you're right. Like Ice Cube has the voice, but Ice Cube should say to whoever, like he don't know what's I ain't going to say he don't know, but he doesn't know the intricacies. Because, again, if you're not involved in it, you don't know the intricacies of something. So, yeah, I can say, yeah, I say it every week, get you some life insurance. But if somebody calls me and asks me, say, yo, man, I heard you talking about life insurance. What do you think I should get for my family? Like, I don't know the answer to that question. You will give them an example of somebody but, who benefited but from it. I can point them to somebody. Right. I know that it's important. But if somebody asks me, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on something I know I'm not an expert in. Right. But and that's that, And that's all I'm asking for in these celebs. It's like if you Ice Cube and Donald Trump reach out to you, you want to say, I want to have a conversation with him. Say, cool. You want to talk about 
voter suppression, then I'm going to bring on this expert that I know that deals in voter suppression. So if you want to talk to me, if you want to talk to me, it's going to be Ice Cube and voter suppression expert. It's right. not just going to be Ice Cube because right, right now you got two celebrities talking about nothing. They don't know what they're talking about. Right. And that's what I'm getting, getting at. So if celebrities are listening to this, what we're saying is get some help. Right. And don't right. be don't be used because you don't have all the answers. Like yep. you, you're not an expert at this. You're an expert at, you know, making music and rapping and you know rhyming and doing what you do. You're an expert at playing sports. <clears throat> you're an expert probably at building relationships and such. Right. So bring on the smart people. So no, I get that. Like I, 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 I think they should be doing that. However, right. you already know why it's happening the way that it's happening because they want people to, to, to not be so smart. They don't want people to do the research. They want people to take their word for it. And so, you know, absolutely, 100%, I agree with you about that. Like, they should, like, even if he doesn't, even if he's with all the way with, and he doesn't believe in voter suppression, for instance, right? Right, right. He should bring somebody else in here to talk about it, how it's right. not a real thing, and and share that information with his followers, because I ain't about to believe that he knows that much about politics. Right besides reading as much as I would be able to have access to reading. Right. You know, or if he spent his whole life in politics and running for office and stuff like that, that'd be something different. But now I feel, I feel you on that, but it's just, uh, besides doing what you say, I'm going to ask you a question. Like, how do you fix that? Besides doing, doing what LeBron did. I mean, I, you know, that's what we said before, man. Everybody, you know, everybody got to play their part, man. Like, you know, I've donated more money this year to campaigns than I've ever donated in my life. Just because to me, it feels like this election is that important. Right now. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, like I saw today, the Biden campaign raised 300 and some million dollars. I ain't given 300 and some million dollars. I gave him some of that small, 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 small percentage of that. But I feel like I, you know, played a part. And again, I, like I said, to me, it's always going to be a constant reminder to me. Every time you see people stand in line for 11 hours, if your vote wasn't important, they wouldn't make people stand in line for 11 hours. For the block, boy. Take it rough. Every day has been the same old thing on my block. These songs are hitting right now. Yeah, they are. These yeah, well, feed right into uh, this. This 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 is great. Yeah, glad we had no ice cube. Um, yeah. So, so the other day, yeah, speaking of, speaking of my block, I went to a, a soul food restaurant, soul food establishment, and uh, so I was I was in there, and uh, <laughs> a couple funny things happened. So this one dude is it was one of those places where you know you kind of pick out your food and you point out not point out, but they have like food behind the thing. But they had the table, you know, because there's no seating in there. So they had the t- tables like kind of st- sticking out so you couldn't get close to to the window at all. So this dude, he kind of like, he like knocked the table down and like like bumped the table and like went in and was like point like, yo, no, 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 no. I want the, he was getting peach cobbler. He was like, yo, no, 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 no. I want the peach cobbler with the crust, the crust part. And the lady was like, sir, there's a reason the tables are there. Like, Social distance, man. Like back up. He's like, I don't care. I need y'all to know which part of the uh, peach cobbler I wanted with the crust. And she was like, Sir, like social distance. He was like, Man, I don't care. I'm I'm paying money for this. I'm gonna get the kind of peach cobbler I wanted. And then this other dude came in like right after that and asked the lady for some hot sauce. And she said, Uh, we only we don't we only have packets, you know, for because you know safety reasons. You know, usually we would have the you know the hot sauce out. So the dude said, "Man, this store whack. Y'all ain't even got no good hot sauce." And he kind of like slammed the hot sauce that she, the hot sauce packets that she had given them on the counter. And so I was standing there, right? And I was looking at these two dudes, and I was thinking, they only acting this way because this is a min- minority owned store. They wouldn't. Have, they, they wouldn't, wouldn't have slammed the. Uh, the sweet I, and sour was, sauce was, down at uh at McDonald's. I was, gonna, 
Yeah, I was on Crenshaw Boulevard, right? So it's kind of not it's not the hood hood, but it's like hood adjacent. And I was thinking them dudes would not have acted that way if they was in a, in a, in a similar establishment in Beverly Hills. But for some reason, they feel like they can be more disrespectful. I don't know. It just made me think, like, do we act differently when we go into stores of people that look like us? Um, that you, you can't ask me that question. You said I can't answer that question. You, I, I can't even answer that question because I ain't on that level. Like I don't act that way, just because I'm in a different different mindset and a different frame. Because but I'm, I'm saying I'm when a you business go, but when you go into a store, do you do you like I said? I wouldn't have acted that way. I mean, I I had this thing with me. Like I I almost feel uncomfortable in those situations because I feel bad for the lady. And you want to you know say something too. Yeah, you, not even you, that. But you I do want to speak up. Yeah, you, you definitely do. You didn't yeah, want to speak up and be like, dude, like you tripping, like. Right, Come on, right. man. All you got to do is really like communicate to her and tell right. her what kind of pie you really want, a cobbler or whatever right. it is you right. want, right. and just communicate it like you would anywhere else. And because honestly, anywhere else, you won't even right. have the opportunity to right. get that piece of pie that you really want or crust that you really want to get, right? And she she was respectful too. She wasn't like yelling. She's like, sir, can you, you know, you just back up social distancing. He was like, nah, nah, I need to tell you. I was like, for some for some crust on a peach cobbler dog. That's why you like felt. It's, it's that's that why you felt uncomfortable. So so you know I, you see me drinking my drink and I'm drinking right. uh right now tonight. I, I felt like I just wanted to uh, drink some. Uh, you ever heard of Uncle Nearest before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about that when I started to do the research on Uncle Nearest. So he taught um, uh, Nathan Green was was a, a former slave. You know how it goes down. Mm-hmm. The 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 most widely known brand, Jack Daniel. Right. This guy taught Jack. Right. How to make the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Right. But however, if you look up everything, like you allegedly have all these Grammys and Emmys and all that kind of stuff, right? And it's uh, we got four. And it's about at the end of the day, it's about quality and service. Right. So Uncle Nearest. Before this whole movement of social movement of really being aware of supporting black businesses and stuff. Right. They were known for quality, right? A quality brand and giving amazing service and doing it with excellence. Right. And oh, by the way, this is a tribute to Mr. Green, who taught Jack Daniel how to make whiskey. So it must be a good thing. And so they, they went that direction with, uh, with their particular business. And now I know for, I mean, they're for a fact that they've taken off, like their, their revenues were way up before all of this right. anyway. Right. So I say, I say all that to say, if, if we can just treat businesses the way that, you know, so number one, when you're running a business, if you can try to run the business with excellence to try to separate yourself. And then when you're supporting a business, you got to realize, too, as well, if they're giving you great quality they're giving you great service and they're doing with excellence, you got to treat them the same way as you would treat them as if, it, if you were going to a, a McDonald's or something like that. Because if you go to right. McDonald's, you're going you're gonna to pick off the menu. You're going to choose exactly what what they tell you you can buy. Right. right. You can't even be like, no, nah, I want, can y'all put some extra lettuce? No, nah, you can't do that at McDonald's. Right. And you're not going to slam the barbecue sauce and the sweet and sour sauce on the, on the thing. Right. Because it comes in their packet. Right. And so, yeah, I do think a lot of times people uh, go overboard um, with dealing with, 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 with people that look like us. And we do that to ourselves sometimes, unfortunately. Right. Just because just because that we are always really conditioned to working with people that don't look like us. Right. And then, and then is there some certain weird level of respect that you pay to someone because you think that that's professional. Right. Right. I mean, like, think about it. Like if you're, if you're in a room and you kicking it and some dudes walk in with suits on, they don't look like you. What's going to happen. Yeah, What's yeah. liable to happen? Code switch, right? 
Right. Yeah. I was about to say you you straighten up. Yeah. Right. A code switch. So what, why 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 does that have to happen? But if I walk into the room and I'm 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 serving you food or whatever it might be, and I might have my jeans on and a nice shirt or a t-shirt or something on, you're gonna treat me pretty regular, right? You're not mm-hmm. gonna really give me my respect, but I could. You don't know what I got going on. Like I could, I could, you know, be a millionaire. I could just be, you know, a godly person. I could just be the greatest person in the world, but you ain't gonna give me my respect because you feel like I need to be a certain thing. Right. So, so I say, I say all that to say, if no matter who you are, if you treat treat your business with excellence, then you deserve to get to be paid full profit. The full amount, whatever your charge is, you should be you should be paid to do that. Like I would never in a million years contact you to do uh, to help me shoot a movie or something like that, right? Because that's right. supposedly what you do, <laughs> and and be like, "Yo, you my man. I I know you're gonna take care of me. Let's just go ahead and knock this movie out." Right. I would come to you because I'm like. He the smartest dude that I know in my circle that does what he does. So let me call right. him and let's put this thing together and like let's figure out how to make it happen. That's 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 the mindset. Like that's what right. you that's what you have to think about. Like if I you know I'm in mortgages, I deal with credit situations, right? So if somebody if somebody needs to get their credit fixed, if I don't have good credit and I'm trying to buy a house, I don't care how much it costs. I'm right. not even going to ask. Because me saving an extra 20 bucks a month or me saving a hundred dollars, that's not going to move the needle for me or make or break my situation right. because I just want to get the, ultimately I want to get the job done. I want to get better credit. Right. So I'm going to go to the person that's going to help me fix my credit and do it with excellence. And I'm right. not going to ask no questions just because I know you, you're going to got to give me a hookup or just because I, you look like me, I got to be able to treat you a certain way and expect more from you. Like you said right. a few episodes ago, like we're the only people that's got to be exceptional. Everybody right. else can be average, but we got to be exceptional in everything we do. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, it's funny you say that because <laughs> it's it's funny. Like people people treat this industry a lot of times like it's not a job, like it's a hobby. And I remember, like way back in the day, I had met with these dudes. This is when I was in DC. And they were like, yeah, man, we want uh, we want to shoot this video. This 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 is like when Buster videos were hot. And uh, they was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we want to shoot this video, and we want to do like a helicopter jump, and we want to do that like that fisheye lens like Buster does. So I'm like, I'm sitting there listening to them, like, all right. I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, I'm cha ching cha ching. You know, yeah, I'm like, okay, they want to do that helicopter. You can't. I'm like, first of all, you can't shoot helicopter really around DC because uh, you know security but i'm just like all right cool whatever so at the end i'm like yeah you know what y'all talking about that's that's a lot of bread the dude looks me dead in my eyes and says yo why i get paid every two weeks how much you think i'm how much you think you're gonna need and i looked at that dude i said so you ain't got no money now he was like nah nah but i get paid every two weeks i'm like this ain't a every two getting paid every two week uh video dog this is like a six month video he was like, oh, man, well, I thought you could hook it up. I'm like, I can't I can't hook up a helicopter. Like, I can't hook up a helicopter, dog. Yeah. What situation in your life ever have you been in where you're going to get something like a helicopter? <laughs> like, right. And you're going to hook that up. You, you're going to they're hiring you to do the Just work. But you you're really paying yourself to do yeah. the work. Just hook it up. Just just I thought you could hook it up. And, and how great of an effort are you? Let's just say you get a hookup on a helicopter, right? right? And you already know they ain't gonna pay you, right? Right. And and you just doing it now at this point, just whatever because. Right. How how great of an effort are you gonna really give them? I say I tell people all the time now because people even to this day, man, people will be like, "Yeah, man, I got this idea, man, but I ain't got no money." So I tell them the same thing. I was like, "Yo, if you can go to your mechanic." And tell your mechanic to fix your brakes, but you ain't got no money. Just do it for credit. You know, like, yeah, man, you can just you can just tell everybody online that you fixed my brakes on my on my bands, but don't pay them. 
if you if you can find a mechanic they'll do that then i'll do whatever you want me to do for free too but until until then here's what here's what the rate is right but they they just swear they can just i'm like yo who do you go to and you just be like yo man just do it just do it you can just do it for the credit just put your you can put your name on it and even for that i can't even really do it for the credits because even when i get my name in the credits i got friends don't even give me credit for that so at least i got to get paid right but you don't need the credits like i can understand if if, that's what I'm saying. If you needed the credit, then you would do it. Like if you're trying to build a resume and you're trying to get some social proof. Right. You know no, what I'm I don't saying? Need that yeah, like this 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 restaurant, if they're trying to be maybe known as if they want to get a different clientele because they never right. seen this guy in the store before and they feel like that if they give him the white glove service that he would bring back other people, right? Then maybe yeah, you you try to find the best piece with the best crust on it and give him exactly what he's looking for. Right. Right. But if they've been established, and like to be quite honest with you, if it's a good way to say no to as well. Like you don't have to want to do business with everybody because every everybody and everything is not good business anyway. Right. Right. So like at the end of the day, I I I probably would have just found a way to 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 basically give him his crust the way he wanted it and let him know that the next time he comes in this is our protocol this is what we expect and 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 we thank you for your business but in a polite way tell him if he can't follow the rules then you know he's not welcome back in a, in a polite here's, way here's the thing he gonna be the same dude when they say man you know what? we tired of dealing with people in this neighborhood and they shut that business down and move somewhere else. He's going to be the same dude, man. Man, we ain't got no restaurants in this neighborhood, man. All we got is McDonald's, man. Right. Be the same dude. He ain't going to realize that maybe they got tired of dudes coming in there complaining about crust and not following the rules. Right. He's going to be mad. I, I could go on and on and on about this um, because because I, I kind of go through it too as well. That's why when I built my business, I, I built right. it as if I'm Microsoft or some large company. Right. Like you can't, you're not going to tell me that I can't, that I'm not going to set my business up with standard operating procedures and stuff that I'm not going to have, have, have some guidelines around the way that I do things. My branding has to look a certain way. Right. So, so that when you come to me, at least you think and know that I'm official. And in the way I look at it, especially like if you got re- reviews online and stuff like that, Right. You shouldn't you shouldn't ask no questions. You should just, you know, the, the people are telling you that this is a good establishment and you need to right. treat it that way. You don't go. And I talk about this all the time. Like I know Nordstrom is probably hurting a little bit. Their online stuff is probably decent or whatever. But like if you ever shop in a store like that, like it's not out of reach, like a store like Nordstrom. Right. Like you can right. go in there and you can buy some nice stuff. But however, it's a little bit different than one of the department stores that like, you know, they have everything on the racks and you got to sift through it and stuff like that. Right. But you can't go into a store like a Nordstrom and sit there and tell them that they got to give you a discount on whatever it might be just, just because it's a two years old or you think it should be a certain way or don't look good or something like that. You can't, you got to pay what's on the ticket. Right. And it's, it ain't no negotiation unless it's a sale or unless it's got a hole in it or it's damaged or something like that. Right. Or like now you can you can you can compare uh, prices to different stores that are that are similar. But when we go in stores like that, we don't question anything. You go into the Apple store, you pay what they say you got to pay. Right. Right. Hold on, hold on. So I just want to understand real quick before we wrap up. So you say I can't get one of them mortgages for free. So you, I'm charging you triple. I can't get one. Of, you ain't giving out free mortgages, yeah? But, That's but, what it sounds like you said. No, I'm not. But you already, Damn, you already know that if because of our relationship, that if you came to me, I'm gonna give you a really fair deal. Right, right. You wouldn't even ask me because you know I'm gonna give right. you the give you the best deal that I can get you. Right. And and that's the thing. Like people need to understand. Like when you're dealing with professionals. Like if I asked you to help me with something, I would never ask you how much it cost. Right. Wouldn't, I wouldn't lead that way. I think is how can we get it done? Then what is the cost to accomplish this? Not what are you going to charge me? 
Because right. I know you got to get paid and compensated for it somehow, some way. Now, right. now the only thing I would expect is you to give me a fair deal, a right. fair deal. That's it. Straight up. Period. End of story. So, uh, yeah, when we get on in these little business things, I know I kind of kind of get in my <laughs> feelings sometimes, man. But I go yeah, I go through this every day like and and it's just it's just weird and funny all at the same time. But um, for those of you that are out there listening, like that's the thing that we can do. And, and even like so if you if you look like me, support the businesses and 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 just ask am i getting a good deal ask yourself that am i getting a fair deal number one um number two if you don't think you're getting a fair deal ask them and then if you don't look like me and 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 you are looking to do because i have a lot of people reaching out to me how can we help you how can how do you feel about this about social change and all this kind of stuff right the way that you can help me and help us is support our businesses just support our businesses because a lot of us do a really good job um, at the business and we're going to treat you just as well as somebody else because we got something to prove. Yeah. You know, we want to prove that we can do the business the right way and, and, and do it in a great way so that you'll continue to support us. So that's that's all I got on that topic, bro. And pay them the same thing that you would pay to other people. That goes without saying. Wellington Park. Wellington Park. Yeah. 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 So this week's Wellington Park goes to our potential Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett. What's In 2019, Barrett wrote a unanimous three-judge panel that upheld vote. I'm sorry, wrote for a unanimous three-judge panel that upheld the dismissal of a workplace discrimination lawsuit by my man, I don't know him, but he's my man, Terry Smith, a black Illinois transportation employee who sued after he was fired. Smith's claims included that he was called a racial slur by a supervisor. This is what uh, Amy Coney Barrett wrote. The N-word is an egregious racial epithet. That said, Smith can't simply win by proving that the word was uttered. He must also demonstrate that the use of the word altered the conditions of his employment and created a hostile or abusive working environment. Now, let me let me let me uh, let me let me interrupt her right here. If uh, somebody call you the N word at your job. Oh, it's a hostile work environment now. Yes. Oh, it's hostile. It's hostile for me. And it's hostile for that dude whose jaw I'm touching. <laughs> Every time you see that person, you're going to have to Yeah, it's hostile. Say. Yeah. But so, so she said just the uttering of the N-word did not mean it was a hostile work environment. She said he introduced no evidence that his use of the N-word changed his subjective experience of the workplace. He, Smith, testified that his time in the department caused him psychological distress. So <laughs> I just don't understand how you going to call me the N word at work. And I, that's not a hostile work environment. But everybody in the world knows that that's not the word that you call somebody. You just don't so do it. Said, I, re- I, I would rather somebody punch me than call me that. <laughs> she said it was an egregious racial racial epithet, but it did not prove that it created a hostile or abusive working environment. Of course it did. That's like, like I said, I would rather be smacked in my face than, than, than somebody call me that like, like disrespectfully. How you going to call me the N word and then tell me it's not hostile work? I just, I I just, I mean, she wrote a whole thing saying that that did, that that didn't prove it was a hostile. Oh, it's hostile. I, it's it's my last day at that job, one way or the other. <laughs> it, it's it's my last day or it's you, his last you day. You snitch it. 
I'm snitching. No, I'm not snitching. I'm snitching because I ain't gonna get nah, fired nah. over that. I'm telling well, you right now. I'm let, just let's snitch. let's just say let's just see, and I'll catch see, I'll catch him somewhere else. You got to see how it was said, and you got to see where it was said. Because, like I said, it's it's somebody's last day. One of us ain't gonna be there on Monday. Yeah. If, if it's a Friday, one of us not gonna be back on Monday. I'm causing a scene. That's gonna be my yeah. snitch. Like I'm causing yeah. a, a big time yeah. scene. I ain't gonna so, put my so, hands on him though. Yeah, like I said, just, it depends on how you say it. Yeah. <laughs> depends, on, depends on how you say it. Yeah. I'm just telling you right now. Yeah. So you not you ain't well. You ain't well. Right. You telling the truth. Nah, huh? I ain't well. I'm telling you, it depends on how you say it, and it depends on how close he is to me. How many people between us? Because yeah. he not gonna say it like right in my face. That he, he not gonna be that brave. But if he say that jump across the room, and I can't hop across a couple of tables, but you will yeah, be like, you will be texting me like, hey, young. Yeah, it's a hostile, I'm gonna text you. It's a hostile environment at this office right that's now. Gonna, that's gonna be the A Young uh, of of the uh, of the show. Uh, Tommy yeah. ain't got no job. Gets called the N word. Yeah, yeah. So Wellington Park go to Amy Coney Barrett, who probably is gonna be on the Supreme Court of the United States of America, and she thinks being called the N word at work is not an abusive or hostile work environment she's swelling she's tripping she's tripping oh, so, so take man. us away so, man I, I know i took us over with my rant last uh nah, segment, nah, nah. we cool we cool to, to, we, we, we gave, we we gave some, him a short we yeah, we some life gave insurance. A short one last week. yeah we gave him a short one last week so hey man be a problem solver not a problem finder and if you can't take care of your family in life take care of them in death, get you some life insurance. And if you want to get some life insurance, hit me up and I ain't going to tell you what to get. I'm going to point you to the experts. I use the problem solver, not a problem finder today on my team call. <laughs> I was going hard on them too. Man. I went yeah, so hard. People on love them. that joke. There's one, this one, this one girl works at t-shirt made of that joke. Yeah. Actually. Yes, yes, yes. So look, relationships build them before you need them know your dna why you do what you do who you would let down if you fail and lastly have a plan pull up the motor cash i got a show today it's all i'm trying to do hustle and motivate 